Welcome to the Wow Marriage Podcast. In our marriage, we had a blast in the whoa, this is awesome phase, struggled and endured through the what was I thinking phase, and fought hard to get to the wow marriage we have today. It's our goal to share with you some practical tools, biblical principles, and help you reach the wow marriage and stay there. So buckle up, get ready. It's going to be a great ride. Now let's get going. Welcome to the Wow Marriage Podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Lisa. We're so excited to have you joining us today for this episode, God's Covenant versus Man's Commitment. Um, Some of you attended our WOW Marriage Conference this year. We were so excited to have an opportunity to meet so many of you and um, for you guys to uh, have an opportunity to come hear us live. Um, One of the things that we talked about was um, Bible versus culture. And one of the categories that I kind of uh, dove into was the difference between man's idea of what commitment is versus what God's word says a covenant is. Um, so I want to I want to just kind of dig into that a little bit deeper. What is it that um, you think causes society today to be so loose with the term commitment? Well, I think it's a learned behavior, first of all. I think that when you're younger, because I know I did this and I'm sure you did as well. We have these relationships and when they don't work out or, you know, whether we're talking about friends or girlfriends, boyfriends, you know, when you're younger, you just, you know, they break up and it's, you know, heart wrenching experience and, you know, you have all this emotion wrapped into it. But essentially that's exactly what we're doing is trading in one relationship for another. Mm -hmm. And you continue to this cycle and you continue to do this over and over and over again. And everybody's doing it. And what you end up with is kind of this disposable relationship idea that Mm -hmm. if I just, if I get bored, I can get, you know, rid of the person or move on to the next. Yeah. Just get a new one. And then we treat all of our relationships that way as disposable. Yeah. That's so, so true. And the scary part is, is that that has just become kind of the the norm in society today. But I, you know, I want to just really expound on God's word. God's word really tells us covenant is forever. God's covenant um, is is eternal. When you make a covenant uh, with God, his commitment to us is eternal life. It's not, it's eternal life until you do something to disappoint me. It's, you know, it, it, his yes is his yes. Right. And God's word even tells us your yes should be your yes and your no should be your no. Yeah. We're still living that today. We're still living in God's covenant based on the relationship, you know, from old Testament, even to new Testament, Mm -hmm. you know, God's word says, you know, that he would never flood the earth. That hasn't happened. He has not gone back on his word. He has not changed his mind. He also said that, Hey, these things I'm not okay with do them. And, you're breaking covenant with me. Mm-hmm. If you want to live and you want to have life and life more abundantly, this is how you should live. This is how you should act. And oh, by the way, here are all the benefits that have been laid out before you yeah. and how you can operate and the things that you'll be able to accomplish and the and the peace and the victory that you'll live with, you know, in yeah. as long as you obey these things. It's pretty simple. And that's really good because I... And, I think as that would translate into marriage, you talk about the peace and 
um, the, the joy and all the benefits and those things, those positive things that come out of the covenant from God in, in marriage, wouldn't you think it'd be the same way if we truly understood and respected our marriage covenant with each other, then our home would be full of that peace and that joy and that love. Well, you're trying to unpack a very large topic, but just in, in, you know, what I'm hearing you say right now, you make a cup covenant. Mm -hmm. You and I have made a covenant and we each have conditions of this covenant Mm -hmm. between the two of us. If you are honorable to me and I am honorable to you, then we have peace. If I take care of your needs and, and I satisfy you physically and mentally and all these other things, mm-hmm. then, you know, it's, it's, it's really, really clear about what the blessings are going to be and what the, what the, what our life is going to be like. Yeah. And I break those things and there's also, repercussions. yeah, I want to talk about that. <laughs> repercussions. But is that's the reality word. of it. That's, I mean, and I think if we each individually, and independently realize what our covenant to, to the other was. So if when I, when, when I'm looking at a situation with you and I understand my side of the covenant is that I'm going to be honorable and respectful of you, I'm going to treat you with respect and just love you the way that, that the Bible tells me I'm to love you. Amen. And, and, do my part on my side of it and you on you know the other side of the coin you're doing your part of it to love me as Christ loved the church so so let me ask you this so i'm i'm seeing this in two different areas all together mm-hmm. so i'm seeing part of this conversation we're having is the covenant that we've made to one another mm-hmm. the other part of it is the covenant that we have made together to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And again, there are two different things. So I, I, in the beginning here, I really want to hone in on, on, on the, the one side of that in the covenant that we've made to one another. Sure. The covenant that, that I make to you and that you make to me. And I really don't want to get into talking about consequences and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Because again, when you start laying out, well, if you do this, then I'm going to do this. Right. I right. don't, that's, that's not how uh, a relationship should be. It's certainly not how Lisa and I's relationship has right. got to the point that it's at now. We, stopped that a long time ago going, you know, tit for tat with one another. Where Which, that's because we both came to a different level of respect for that covenant. Yes, yeah. I, I would say I, I agree wholeheartedly. You're right. When we made the decision that divorce wasn't on the table because mm-hmm. we agreed that the commitment and the covenant that we had made together to the Lord was going to be um, ironclad. It was going to be it's non-negotiable. Yeah, it that was it. You know, just like we talk uh, with our couples in premarital counseling or couples that we're counseling. If the Bible is the standard, mm-hmm. then everything we do, everything we say, we use that to be the judge. That's the marker. Mm-hmm. That's the standard in which we're going to use to judge everything we say and do. So. That's how we got to where we are today to this wow marriage is we started using, hey, if that doesn't line up or this doesn't line up, then it's got to go. But mm-hmm. back to, you know, the relationship that you and I have 
as it stands today, it always didn't look like that. So no. talk to me about no. in the beginning how maybe how you were feeling or how you dealt with transgressions that you believed I made against you and in your mind how you saw those things and how you, how you felt towards so, me as it pertains to the covenant portion of yeah. this. So I think the hardest part for me um, was almost the microwave mentality um, that a lot of people have as well, where I would feel like, okay, if there's no resolution immediately, if we can't talk through work through something like immediately, then we're failing and we just, we might as well just hang it up. We're not going to do it. We're not going to make it. We're not going to survive because we can't quickly move through something and resolve Yeah, but when you're situation. young in the Lord and young in a relationship, there's, there's no, you're absolutely the right. Point. The mentality is right, but there's no way. Yeah. We're going to bring resolve to a situation we're doomed from the start. Right. You're talking you're talking from a spiritual perspective. Yes. But in the beginning of our relationship, we did not have a spiritual perspective. We had a very natural perspective. Oh, it was very spiritual. And so, <laughs> you got there, babe. You got there. I'm always spiritual. <laughs> but the reality you asked me, like in the beginning of our relationship, like what my mindset was, and that was my mindset because it was carnal. Mm-hmm. And it was very, you know, very carnal. And, and the... My mindset was, if it can't be resolved quickly, then this must not be working. And we threw divorce around like candy at a parade. Yeah, well, when we were younger, I, I had no relationships to to um, glean from. Glean from, mm-hmm. yeah. There was no examples in my life as a as a young man that said that this is how it works or this is how it goes and that I could look at with any certainty. I just didn't believe in this. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say I didn't believe in marriage, but I didn't believe that it was possible. I really just didn't. Here. This was to be married more than a few years to me was a fairy tale. Yeah. I, yeah. So it was never something that I probably considered to be valid or something at least that was valid for me. Yeah. You know, I didn't look at myself as being entitled or being deserving of or being prepared for. Again, my first marriage was an epic failure. <laughs> and therefore, I, I had no idea mm-hmm. that, you know, and, again, you know, I said this at the, at the marriage conference. I talked about the fact that, you know, I didn't learn from my mistake. I jumped from one relationship into another and I had not even thought about addressing all the issues. Never once did I look and say, maybe I ought to get a few things right before I go ahead and right. do this. As that, an that individual. Never, yeah, that never never came through. So I still had no idea about this covenant, you know. But the beautiful thing is, is as wrecked as we both were as individuals, when we brought God on the scene and when we really truly began to understand God's covenant over what our mindset of commitment was, because like you said, our idea of commitment was disposable. Um, when I didn't feel good about it and I didn't think everything was that fairy tale, then I just got rid of it and moved on. Where God's covenant is you work and you put your effort and energy into it and, and it turns around. But isn't it amazing how you and I as individuals, what I was going to say, just as wrecked as we were, brought God on the scene, gave him access to us individually. I gave him access to me. You gave him access to you. Um, I didn't pray God fix him, and you didn't pray God fix her. No. We did maybe in the beginning <laughs> when we were still carnal. But as we, we 
grew in our covenant with God and grew, not grew in our covenant because the covenant is what the covenant is, but we grew in our relationship with God and truly um, got to know God and got to know Jesus as our Lord and let him work on us individually. Um, even living in the same house, even in our marriage and in all of the things that we were going through, God really did almost like um, molding a vase, mm-hmm. uh, turned our wreck of a home and our wreck of a marriage into a master, this masterpiece, into this beautiful, wow, marriage. Right. And, and, and I love the, the verbiage that you were using when you talk about access, because this is like the equivalent, like people have these cell phones today and everybody's got the password thing on their phone. I, I accidentally put this on my phone and I can't stand it. But, you know, we Lisa, can't figure out how to turn yeah, it Lisa and I are wide open when it comes to, you know, that type. And that's the type of access that God is wanting into your life. He's wanting it into your life. Mm -hmm. You know, personally, he's wanting it into your marriage. This is, again, this is the equivalent of giving God your social security number or the password to, you know, your most private possession Mm -hmm. and, and saying, okay, God, I submit Go to work. I'm making, I recognize that I have made a covenant and I'm willing to honor that covenant and do what is necessary to get from here to there. Mm -hmm. Because again, we we haven't even got into it, but I don't want to, I would be remiss if we didn't even bring up, you know, forget about Lisa and I's relationship. Just a few weeks ago, we had on Eddie and Jerry Howard, two individuals mm-hmm. that made a commitment. Mm-hmm. How many years ago? Oh, 61. They're 60, going on 62 years. 60, almost 62 years ago. Yeah. So we're talking about a couple that has seen the best of times, mm-hmm. the worst of times. And again, I, you know, for the people that, that don't know Eddie and Jerry, these guys are like, newlyweds Mm -hmm. they are like two little teenagers that are on their way to the movies (laughs) they still everywhere each other (laughs) i I, I, you know you can't you just can't make this up yeah it's a beautiful beautiful relationship that they still have after all of these years and again I we've sat with them and we've talked to them at great length, not just in the podcast, but we've been out to to eat with these people. Mm-hmm. We've fellowship with these people at events and we've been to their home several times. And again, there's nothing fake. There's nothing phony yeah. about how they live their lives. And they are have no shame in explaining, you know, when things were great and when things were, were, were not so great, mm-hmm. all of the stuff that they did. But they always did it together. Yeah. They never. They were, they've always been a team. Yeah. They never yeah. looked at it and said, you know, hey, you're on your own with this one. I think they really... Um, embrace the scripture that a cord of three will not be broken. Amen. And and that cord of three is Eddie, Jerry, and the Lord. Amen. Amen. And, and I think that's really, um, for them, what it boils down to, because they've been through some stuff. Yes. You know, we've been through some stuff. We've been through some financial hardships. We've been through loss of pregnancy. Um, we've been through just struggles and hard times. We've been through... Um, situations that that it would take three episodes to even begin to scratch the surface of then that would just be my junk (laughs) but but all of that we i say all of that to say 
if you're in a situation where you're struggling with covenant and you're, you're thinking about walking away, um, glean from, look at our marriage, look at the Howard's marriage, look at the Walker's marriage. We've all been through some stuff and we've all gotten to this place of just a beautiful marriage. Yeah. Open it's your possible. eyes. It is. It's there. It's tangible. It's it, it's it's available, not just for us. Whenever you think that you are going through a tough time, you just have to know that you are not the only one who's yeah. ever faced that trial, yeah. who's ever faced that that demon, that 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 task, and and been able. You know, people have been through it. Mm-hmm. Find somebody to grab a hold of and agree. A lot of times. I truly believe this. That should be the spouse. That should be the one that you're in it with. I mean, there are a lot of great marriages that we're exposed to. Look at Pastor Terry and Shantae and all of the things Mm -hmm. that they've overcome. You know, the personality conflicts and and with with, uh, her handicap. Think about the things that that have hindered or tried to come against them, Mm -hmm. you know, when, when... they were being told that, you know, they were never going to be parents mm-hmm. or they were, you know, told that and they, they have four children. <laughs> exactly. This is this. This is my yeah. point. You know, they looked at each other, grabbed each other and stood on God's word on that mm-hmm. three stranded cord and said, not today. We're going to make it. We're in covenant with the Lord Jesus Christ Amen. and we're in covenant with with one another. Amen. So I really don't want to, you know, go back to talking about, you know, how the world views this. But there is such a beautiful thing about God's plan. And this is a God thing. Mm-hmm. And, and and I hate that the world has has tainted this yeah. subject and tainted this uh, area of marriage that you can just dispose of it. I mean. Man, at it, one point you love this person so yeah. much that you were willing to do anything. Mm-hmm. How did signing some paperwork and saying I do change the way you felt about that person so drastically? I think that's the big question, isn't it? Mm. What I mean, you you pursue each other, you chase each other, you plan this beautiful day, you get married, you say I do, and then almost, I mean, almost immediately <laughs> challenges come and struggles come. Um, I I think it's a shame uh, anymore that it's, it's almost easier to file for and, and get a divorce than it is to plan and, and have a marriage, a wedding, mm. I should say. That's funny. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. It, they it's, have, a, it's really become a cookie cutter operation. Mm-hmm. You know, they've got all kinds of cool laws now that, you know, you can get it annulled and, you know, you don't have, you don't even have to have reasons anymore. Yeah. Basically, I, you just make something up. You don't have yeah. to prove anything. Well, I think that's where culture has really um, changed and shifted because it's become so, so normal. I think that's just a shame. And I that's that, and that's why really it happens because it you're absolutely right. That's why it happens because it is the norm. It is what is acceptable. Mm-hmm. If young people had the example of their parents working things out and working mm-hmm. together to get through things and face tough problems and come out on the other side, mm-hmm. 
how much more so would they be inclined to act that same way? Again, so I let's, would. Let's back that up then. You you said yourself like you didn't have any strong example in your life of successful marriages. My parents stayed married until we lost my dad several years ago, but their marriage was far from perfect. And he spent a lot of time on hardship tours with the military away from home. And so my home was a single parent home a lot because of that. So I didn't really have that example either. So, so how, if you could pinpoint something or if you could give just, um, any thought on, what took place in your mind where you said, I am not going to repeat that. I'm not going to go down that road again. This is going to be different. And this is going to get to a healthy and wonderful, beautiful place. Um, there are a lot of things that I could look back on and I could say. Um, <laughs> but I would have to, I honestly, of course, I would say, you know, getting God on the scene is what changed the dynamic. Mm-hmm. And that was the vehicle in which it, it happened. But at one point, I just feel like I said enough is enough. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to go down this road. I do, you know, love mm-hmm. you. I do want to be with you. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. And I knew that I needed to, you know, utilize my relationship with the Lord to get there. I I wasn't, you know, I, I I was, I'm smart. I know that Mm -hmm. I know, I know that I could not do it in my own power, Yeah. but I mean, I mean, just think about the, I could tell you at least 10 other things. I mean, look at the way people date now. You got all these like dating apps and these like apps that are disgusting in, in nature. I mean, I asked my brother one time, I said, can you imagine like if I was still a single guy, like I would, I would never find a date. (laughs) I could not, I could not do how they, how people date today. I I couldn't do it. There's just no, no way (laughs) I would be a hermit. (laughs) So not wanting to date ever again, put you. No, I made the, I made the decision way before all that mess came about. But I'm just I saying know, I, I the know, struggle I, is real. Yeah, yeah. It, well, yeah, it's evident and obvious. Um, I would just say so. Here's one of the things that I had to to remind myself at times. Um, it was always a matter of I, I want our marriage to not always. That's a big word. It was. Once I got out of my carnal mindset and really, truly got to a, a different place in my life, um, I, I came to realize that I'm always going to love you. I choose to love you. I'm going to love you my whole life. It doesn't mean I always have to like everything you do. And I think that's kind of a, an issue with culture today too is if Do I don't you like me right now I love you and I like you today okay. <laughs> you heard it guys <laughs> but you you know what I mean like <clears throat> society says you know if I don't like everything about you and everything that you're doing I'll just cancel you I just you you no longer exist in my life that doesn't exist and uh, nobody nobody is perfect right and that's the reality that that's what it is I, but for me I had to remind myself just because I don't like something that you did, I love every part of you. And, you know, that one thing that I don't necessarily like, 
I can get over. I can deal with. I can. It, it doesn't have to be a thing. It doesn't have to be an issue. And so, you know, I'll, I'll overlook or disregard or if it's worth a battle, I'll mention it. But if not, then let's right. move on. Who cares? Move on. You know what I mean? So I think the the biggest takeaway, that would probably be the biggest takeaway from me for this episode is, you know, when you're in the midst of those moments and you're having those disagreements or you're in a marriage that you feel like it, it's falling apart and you're questioning, am I going to honor the covenant or am I going to be flaky in a commitment? I would say press in. Yeah, get God really? get God on the scene, and you'd be surprised how how fast the thing can turn. Yeah, and how mature you can get, or how, how all of a sudden you're really frustrated at the at your spouse, and you say, you know what, God, I need you to help me right now. I need to figure out how to move forward in this thing, and all of a sudden, peace overwhelms you, mm-hmm. and 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 causes you to start okay, well, maybe I'm not seeing it that way, or maybe Mm -hmm. I need to see it this way. Maybe I need to, you know, do that. These are all the things that have happened in our relationship that have caused us to to be able to stay together and and fight through all of of the battles, is getting God on the scene in every situation. Well, I think that is our time today. Um, I just want to say thank you for listening in to us. Um, we really unpacked this this topic in this uh, episode and hope that you guys leave listening inspired, motivated, and encouraged. Um, make sure you check us out. Our website is www.thewowmarriage.com. Look us up on Facebook. Make sure you uh, follow us on Facebook. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on any of the streaming apps. Uh, we're available on any and all of them. And make sure you send us an email. Uh, give us your feedback. Give us your questions. Give us your thoughts. Uh, you can send us an email at thewowmarriage at gmail.com. Till next time. Thanks for listening to the Wow Marriage Podcast. We pray that the experiences shared today will not only bless you, but inspire you to have your very own Wow Marriage. To stay connected, please be sure to subscribe to this channel and also visit our website at thewowmarriage.com to watch this podcast and others in video. We call you blessed in Jesus' name.